I get you something? Some more folk buttered into the bone, jacking me up. Tight me. I'm sorry, I don't understand. Cuddy say can't hang. Oh, Stewardess. I speak jive. Oh, good. Episode 200.1. Catherine revved up the microwave, I had to piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Legion of Dudes. And so that's when I said, so that's how the angel got on top of the Christmas tree. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up because I literally think I was going to lose 30 seconds of sleep over that. I <laughs> must have pissed your wife off too. Yeah. Yeah. So surprise, surprise. How are we doing, guys? We're Good. Doing fantastic. Bill's Bill, house is nice. Bill, Bill didn't know that we knew where he kept the key. That's under the rock. <laughs> yeah, but in, in fairness, he painted the word key on the rock, so it was a strange choice. <laughs> he painted he painted fake rock with key in it. <laughs> the rock so that he wouldn't forget. And it was it was <clears throat> nice of the professor to actually let us in. So that you know, that made it even easier. Yeah, and these yeah, her- and these cookies, Professor, thank you. These are fantastic. Yeah, I mean I normally I don't like the raisins, but uh you know, I like what you did with them. Those aren't raisins. Oh. Well it's still you some chips. I must say it's pretty impressive for you guys. See, I only had like a three and a half hour drive. You guys had a way longer way to go than I did. I leveraged some miles and made this thing happen. Nice. And John, I hit like five of those freaking red light cameras. <laughs> I just hitchhiked, but you know it's not as bad as they say. Well, Jordan, that's not true. I thought you had uh, that thing with the TSA agent, and that worked out for you. He got you. Uh, I wasn't going to talk about that. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh well. Big show. Uh, really big show. So this is like the first time we're all together, same room, face to face. You guys, <laughs> as you can see, we're not really good at winging it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we usually have, uh, over when we do our Legion of Dudes shows, we're so structured and, and everything is scripted and rehearsed. We don't know how to do a show by the seat of our pants. So we're uh, we're, we're trying our best to uh, to make that happen this week. But, you know, hey, it's Brad's fault for leaving the equipment unattended. Well, speaking of by the seat of your pants, what did you guys think of the Thor trailer? You know, it was good. It was very good. I loved it. It was. It was every scene that was in there was in that uh, San Diego leaked footage that we had already seen. Um, you know, minus a few other key scenes, but really, it's just a recut version of that, maybe two or three minutes shorter. Uh, yeah. But that said, I, I'm still just as thrilled and just excited to see it. Yeah, it looks cool, but new trailer, same as old trailer. Yeah, but the last trailer wasn't technically released to the public. Well, I understand yeah. that, but it's still still it's still not new footage if you knew where to look. There were a couple things I thought that were added, something a little bit towards the end. The in, I think in the 3D and select two and select two D. No, yeah, there no, no, was no, no, some no. destroyer um, yeah. action scenes in that. Uh, there was, was a part where you threw the the hammer at I think it was a frost giant that wasn't in the San Diego Comic Con. Right, right. and it came back to him. That was sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like my biggest thing is. 
you know, like we talked about Green Lantern a few weeks back. I don't care about Green Lantern. I don't care about Thor, but Thor's trailer actually made me want to see the Thor movie. You know, so that to me is a win. Well, do you have interest in the other Marvel movies that have come out, you know, or at least in the Avengers itself? Because I can see how that could increase the Thor interest uh, just based on that alone. I enjoyed the Iron Man movies, but in all honesty, I don't read Thor, Iron Man, or Cap. Like, none of the, the big three of Marvel do a whole lot for me in comics. I mean, I don't dislike the characters or anything, right. um, but they're just not my choices. Yeah, kind of like me Iron with Walking Man. Dead, right? I guess, yeah. I mean, I liked Iron Man and Thor. I'm sorry, Iron Man and Hulk actually better than like the Spider-Man movies. But, you know, it's just I like the movies better than the books for some reason. Yeah. Have you tried Fraction's Thor yet at all, or do you plan to? No, I thought about getting Hickman's Ultimate Thor uh, based off of a couple recommendations and the fact that I'm a big Hickman fan. That's but um, I couldn't find, I think it was the first issue my shop was sold out of, so I'll wait for the trade. You know, I uh, since you brought it up, I'll, I'll mention it. I went back to my LCS uh, the other day, first time in there in a while, because I haven't really been buying a lot. I took a break, uh, just money and whatever, and I bought a bunch of comics. And three of them I bought were the first three uh, Fraction Thor books. I uh, wanted to give it a shot, heard some good things about it. And it's really weird, because when I first started reading Thor, when it restarted back with number one, I JMS. was look what's that? JMS. JMS, right. With JMS's run, I was really looking forward to reading, you know, Thor, Asgard, you know, gods, in, in you know, I wanted to read all that. And I got, you know, the middle of America, I got Oklahoma, and I was like, what the hell is this? But I grew to love that book, because as we all know, that, that was a fantastic run, I really, really enjoyed it. So now I get Fraction, and now I'm getting what I thought I wanted, and I'm like, I'm, I, I miss. I mean, we got Oklahoma in there, but I'm like, I kind of like that Thor. So now I don't know how to feel about it. Now with the with the trailer and the movie, are you guys happy that they're going the old school Kirby kind of sci-fi more than fantasy route, or would you prefer the more medieval fantasy style design of the characters? Mm, it's hard to say because they. I, I was reading. Um, an interview they had with, with um, uh, Kevin Brana, and they were saying they tried to incorporate stuff from Kirby and from Simonson, so you kind of right. get the the best of both. Um, and and they even make a, a point in the trailer of of uh, Thor saying, you know, you used to call it magic, now you, you know, now you call it science or something like that, and this is like a mixture of both. So it almost seems like they're trying to blend blend that together to not make it seem. So ridiculous! Yeah, I guess that—that that one of the, makes sense. That's one of the things uh, I had heard mentioned early on in the production of Thor. Like they may not, like Brana may not even been part of it at that point. But I heard things like that, like um, you know, it was a blending of science and magic. Because I mean, you, you remember, you got to have this this Thor be able to live and work in uh, on a real world Earth, like in a, in a movie environment, not just right in that. And I think they're doing a great job uh, from what I've seen. Uh, of blending the two, so I don't have a strong opinion either way. That said, I have not been a big Thor reader before JMS started on it, uh, but I'm seeing a lot of um, the influence of the JMS comic on this movie, specifically the the on Earth portions of it. And yeah. the uh, the Captain America movie is apparently going to have the Cosmic Cube in it. The Thor movie also has the Infinity Gauntlet in it, okay. at least in a cameo. Yeah. So, you know, they're kind of gradually expanding the world and i just read the other day um john favreau was saying how excited he was about that for the prospects of iron man 3 because once those things exist it makes it a lot easier to bring in um 
the Mandarin. Uh, the Mandarin, exactly. I was going to yep. say the dragon guy, but that's not correct. No, oh, that's, that's very cool. Yeah, I mean, look, look at something very simple as Cap Shield. You know, it was a it was an Easter egg thrown in by uh, comic fans at ILM, um, and Favreau ran with it and made a, a physical prop, and it showed up again in Iron Man Two. Um, so here he's like he's like that's a perfect example. He's you know this is something that's been introduced. It exists now, so now I can use it. And you're right, getting these elements of these either mystical or highly advanced technology things out there now, I can see how that would make the Mandarin an accurate or a comic as close to a comic version of Mandarin as you can get easier to put in a live action quote unquote real life scene. Right. Speaking of that Thor, that cap shield though, talk about knocking it out of the park. Mm-hmm. That thing looks awesome. The whole, you know, kind of metallic chrome-looking red, white, and blue. Thank right. you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and, and the classic shield-shaped shield, the kind of, uh, hmm. I don't even know what you call that shape. but I uh, think shield-shaped shield is the scientific term. Yeah, it's yes. the problem, yes. The the triangular-shaped shield? No, oh, it's a shield-shaped shield. Yeah, no, with the, with the point. Yeah, it's got the points that- and the uh, scallops on it and... Is that like my, when my daughter says it's like a cow-colored cow or a cow-colored horse or a cow-colored, <laughs> you know, whatever? Cow-colored horse sounds like a weird indie band. It's kind of like jump yeah. shrimp. What the um, hell is up, is up with that? Every time somebody says somebody, something odd, Jordan, you're, you're a good one to jump, jump up with this. It's like, you know, oh, that's the name of my new cover band or whatever. <laughs> you know, someone says something completely odd. It's just a game I've played for years with friends where it's like, uh, what would be, because I've been in a lot of bands, most of them mm-hmm. not lasting more than a few practices, but where it's like, well, what do we name it? So I tend to listen for things that that sounds yeah. like something that would fly as a band name. Yeah, Pythagorean, like, Pythagorean like, theorem will be the, uh, my new cover band for the Jake Isles band. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One, thing, one, one more thing about Cap Shield. We have a lot of stuff to get to. Um, there's a clan. It's probably more than one clan, but it's one clan that I noticed on, uh, on Black Ops. And uh, in the new Black Ops, you can customize your icon, and you can uh, purchase different layers to it. So, in other words, two layers would be like a two-color, two-picture icon or right. whatever. So this one clan with probably a four-layer icon uh, made Cap's shield. So it's a white star in the middle with a red circle, white circle, nice. red circle. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They kill me a lot. <laughs> so what do we got? What do we want to do? So who's who's going to see Tron Legacy on Friday? I am probably going to go at midnight. Actually, I got to get my ticket though because I've got a I I'm I'm, I'm actually torn on this because I've got to work Friday Friday during the day. But my wife has her dinner up at up at work. You people are dorks. <laughs> but I can't miss this because they have got a hell of a spread. That's but, what she said. Yeah, but they've got. It's time for Jordan's genuine jargon, gibberish, jabberjawing, and jive talking. The groundhog, or marmitomonax, also known as the woodchuck, or in some areas the land beaver, has the highest nipple to offspring ratio of any land mammal. Well, I did not know that. Thank you for sharing. Very little known fact. How about that? So if I can continue now. Go right ahead. Um, This dinner is is got a big spread and they have they have shrimp the size of your hand. And I like I can't miss this. 
Jumbo shrimp. Jumbo shrimp. It is definitely jumbo shrimp. Shrimp. So I, I can't miss this. But I can't wait till Saturday to see Tron Legacy. So I, I have a feeling I'm going to end up seeing it at midnight, despite the fact that I have to work, despite the fact that I'm going to be out late drinking up at a college. I'm going to have to go and see it at midnight. I'm going to see it, but I don't have the, I don't have the uh, geek level of hype that you guys have for it. I don't know why. You know, I, I, I'm not that much into the first one, I guess, but I want to yeah. watch it again and listen to our commentary, actually, uh, when I do watch it again. Jordan, I was um, in Walmart, and I saw some of the Tron toys, and I saw the, this one toy that referred to a character we were, you and I were talking about on our commentary track over at Legion of Dudes when I didn't know like, who that was. And you said, I thought it was pretty obvious or pretty well known who that was. And well, now I think I knew who it was. Now I'm curious to find out how that, how that is him. Uh, if I can remember back, and granted that's sketchy, they actually left part of the name off, which explains who he is, if my understanding was correct. Cryptic messages. Right. So, yes. So there's that. I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I mean, it's a character we saw early on in Tron 1 that we didn't see again, and now I guess he's going to pop up over here in exactly. Tron Legacy. And like I said, I'd like to know how he survived and became what he becomes. I wanted to go see a midnight footage because you know, I, or midnight screening because I saw the the preview footage and right. all that. But uh, I have a final Thursday morning and I have a final Friday morning, so pulling a close to all nighter to go see the movies off. Plus, I had breakfast with my dad this morning and he was like, "Oh, you want to go see that Tron movie?" So there's no way he's staying up until midnight. <laughs> you want to go see that <laughs> Tron? So you see it. Young folks? You, you go see it after the Friday final. Then that's your reward. I mean, he can't do a midnight screening. He's your guy's age. You know what I mean? Whoa. That was that was low. But factual. Hey Russ. Yo. Can you pass me the uh salsa? Hold hold on. Not the mild, the hot, please. I mean you got chip crumbs in it, man. Don't double dip. There. Just turn okay. it around to the other side before you uh, take another dip. <laughs> I was just gonna turn it over in my mouth, actually. <laughs> Um, I watched um, The American Uh, I know it's strange because it's in between theaters and video but I watched it through (laughs) and uh, it was way different than I thought I was expecting way much more like Bourne Identity and it was uh, it was slow. It was a kind of a psychological thriller. I, I have not heard good things. It wasn't ba- it wasn't a bad movie. I it mean, was just mismarketed. Yeah, yeah. I definitely expected to see George Clooney jumping like between roofs and and shooting people and stuff. Um, there was a lot of boobage in it though, so that like went a long way um, in helping my disappointment. So that was cool, but. The town, which I also happened to see, awesome, was fantastic. How is the boobage in that one? Um, I would say lack of boobage. Ah, uh, can't see it though. Yeah. What the hell was that supposed to be? Oh, sorry, I'm playing uh, Spider Solitaire. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was a really weird motorboating sound. No, that was just stealing out my hand. Yeah, the town really surprised me. I was, I was pretty impressed with it. I think. Um, you know, we haven't seen a whole lot of Affleck in recent years. He's kind of propped up here and there. I think he's had a couple cameos in movies. Um, and he, di- he, of course, starred and directed in, in the town. And I think 
Um, I, I think it was pretty well done. I think there were a few, you know, from from a cinematic perspective that were a little stiff or a little dry. But um, I think if he keeps the trend up, I mean, he had a hand in the screenplay, he directed. Um, I, I think if he keeps it up, he might he might actually turn into a pretty decent director, and I could easily see him, you know, kicking back on the on the acting side and heating up, you know, on the on the directing side. So this, oh, oh, definitely. This, I mean, because he did. Gone Baby ben Gone Affleck. as well. Affleck? Well, he's already got an Academy Award for writing, so you know, let's see him get a one for directing, because he sure as hell can't he's act. He's got Geely. <laughs> yeah. He, he directed Gone Baby Gone. He directed this one. Uh, from what I understand, he's doing a lot of like production work as well, yeah. which is smart. He's done that for a while. The, uh, he's done that for a while. He's, the Affleck I, looks won't last forever, if you know what I mean, so oh. he might as well... Uh, Transitioned yeah. into other viable, uh, viable cash making. Well, once the once the Garner Affleck child uh, is old enough to start making their own money uh, and keep them in retirement, then then it'll all be good. Yeah, it uh, I, it did a really good job of kind of keeping the tension up. Um, I really thought, I mean, based on the trailers, you know, it's about a crew that robs banks and they hold a lady hostage, and then, um, you know, they affleck kind of followers around and they start kind of a relationship and i really thought it was just like okay that was going to be the movie like there'd be one robbery and and that was it um and there were several and they did a really good job especially the last one at the end the tension was just very 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 high um and i think they did a really good job of of keeping you on the edge of your seat so it's i highly recommend um i think my top five for the duties is gonna is gonna need a little bit of a reshuffle after watching that russ you you've You've seen it. I don't think the other guys have seen it. I'm going to sum up uh, the town, and you tell me if this is accurate. You're way off. (laughs) Your accent's terrible. (laughs) It's it's all the friends in thank you. It's all the friends in Goodwill Hunting playing in Heat. The movie. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the other thing I liked about it was uh, Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Goodwill Hunting 2. Hunting season. Nice. Uh, I'm real happy that he's Hawkeye now because I guess I've only seen him in Hurt Locker and The Town, and he nailed both of them. I I think he's like a big up-and-comer. Oh, definitely. Guys, I'm going to go get a beer. I'm uh, enjoying Killian's Irish Red. Anybody want one? Um, sure, I love Killians. Okay, I'm sticking with Hoogarten for the night. One, one. I have. Uh, oh, it's eleven o'clock hour wasted. Um, I am having a Bud Light Lime currently. You like that a lot, don't you? All right, uh, so just Russ. I'll be right back. See, it's odd being in the Central Time Zone, isn't it? Because it's only like nine fifteen. I like it here, except the Cowboys suck, and it's right. really cold. Although it's warmer than yesterday, I think, but slightly. Uh, I'm a- I'm a transplanted Bears fan, so I have no love for the Cowboys. I had to go to breakfast with a bunch of Eagles fans this morning, and all they talked about was how much they hated the Cowboys. (laughs) And I sat there playing Angry Birds. Eagles fans are notoriously, like, the most nasty in the country. Oh, yeah, batteries and snowballs, dude. I think they just (laughs) snowballs? Snowballs. I think they threw snowballs at Santa Claus a few years back. With batteries in them, yeah. <laughs> you start with you never <laughs> batteries in a toy. <laughs> you don't mess with Philly. <laughs> All right, we still talking movies or no? We talk throwing snowballs with batteries. Well, I want I want to ask about another movie. I I sent a link out 
on, on the movie forum and to you guys. And there was mixed debate about it, but did you guys see the teaser for the Transformers 3? Dark of the I Moon? Did. I did. I'm actually a little excited. Well, not excited, but certainly intrigued by this concept. And I was happy that there was no racism whatsoever in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the biggest problem with Transformers 2 was the fact that there was, no, there was a writer's strike. I, I can... It was paper mache robot heaven. All right, I get That was the biggest problem. No, the... I had no problem with the movie in general. There was two things, and I said this back when it came out. My biggest problem with Transfer 2 was the twins, which were just ridiculous. And, and I think... And you know I can't read. Exactly. Excuse me? Exactly. It's completely ridiculous. And um, Devastator's uh, Wrecking Balls. Yes. That yeah, didn't I, bother me so much. You I, know what? See, again, see, those I two, saw that and I was like, I was like come really? On. Really? They were gonna, just ridiculous. Come on. Everything else I was fine with. The so-called paper mache robot heaven and the whole scene that, that, that uh, the, I can only call him Spike, but whatever hell his name is in the movie. Um, you Sam? Know, Sam, where he has this little robot vision all that. That all makes sense to me when you consider that, oh, it's just made of little nanobots and they just invade his brain and implanted these, 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 these images. Fine, I'm cool with all of that. And it, they implant paper mache into his head. It wasn't paper mache. It was, it was, it was. Oh, dude, that was a horrible set. Well, I'm not saying they're fine. The set was bad, but, you know, they got to pay for the effects of blowing up. <laughs> now we're bleeping, stuff. Say, we're bleeping stuff anyway. Um, it's, it's, it's Michael Bay. Yeah. But, but that said, given all that, given the, the, the train wreck, and believe me, I said this in the forum too, someone said, I think it was Harold Jennett, said that uh, Transformers 2 was the worst movie he ever saw. Transformers 2, for me, was better than The Phantom Menace. And I actually like The Phantom Menace, at least enough to be able to find good in it. So this is not the, this was not the worst movie I've ever seen. But that said, given what was Transformers 2, I did not expect the concept so- that they're putting out. And, and hurt. <laughs> I, didn't, I am not expecting what they put out for um, Transformers 3. And for those who... I don't know how much I want to say, because I really think people need to experience a trailer... Un, unmolested because it was just caught me that off guard. I did not expect what they did. It was a very cool concept for sure. And if they can execute on that and correct the things like, you know, the racism or the twins or whatever part of it you didn't like, bring that back. You know, if they didn't have those twins and instead had a real, had RC as a motorcycle, as a, a functioning, like, you know, character, fully developed, fully developed character, you know, even if it is just for Megan Fox to interact with, that's fine. You know, they, they could, have, they could have done a lot better, and um, if they can execute on this idea and keep it—I don't want to say serious. I want there to be humor in there to, to a degree, but I, I, I've been saying since this conversation started, I want to go watch Transformers Two again just to see if it's as bad or worse than I remember. If my memory is just clouded, because I—I I had problems with it, but I didn't completely just didn't didn't completely not enjoy it. But Transformers Three looks looks cool. I rather enjoyed the character of Jetfire, the uh, old man Transformer. I, I actually got a kick out of that. That the, old the uh, SR seventy one Blackbird. <laughs> it's time for Jordan's genuine jargon, gibberish, jabberjawing, and jive talking. Actor Marion Mitchell Morrison, born Marion Robert Morrison, but better known to the world as John Wayne, is often incorrectly attributed with originating the phrase, ain't no thing but a chicken wing. That distinction actually belongs to former U.S. President Richard Nixon. 
fan of them I want to see a work carriage great as a server and master the guest of the charity how many of those things do you have uh, just the two okay that was four hours of my day so <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't have no French thing, drops, so I had to recreate them ain't no thing but a chicken wing yes yes check your sources actually Richard Morehouse Nixon all right I think it's Millhouse. Millhouse, whatever. I didn't look up that. Part. No, dude, Millhouse is the kid on The Simpsons. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> um, I have an audio. I have some audio tweets. I don't have an intro for you. Are they short right, or they, okay. is it long? I mean, I, we- I have. Uh, I'll explain. That's it, what she asked. I couldn't break uh, Bill's password on his laptop to get the sound. Well, do I have to plug you in? Uh, I'm going to do the. Um, I'm going to use our Walking Dead uh, tweeting All segment. Right, hang on. Let me get you hooked up and pot you up. Okay, so these – I have three tweets. These are actual tweets from my day, and instead of hitting send, I just hit save so that they'd be special. But these are real – these are authentic So you're, tweets. you're just reading these? I'm reading these. No, so they're not going to be like, you know, washed through a filter or made it sound like you're calling on the phone? No, no. These are, I'm, oh, I, my you know, phone, I have my saved tweets. Okay. But this is the best I can do. I mean, I'm, you know. All right, all right. Okay. <coughs> Almost out of gas, but I refuse to pay three eighty nine at this crook station. Go back where you came from. Hashtag WTF. Hashtag <laughs> you, buddy. <laughs> Okay, so this part we are going to at least modify, if not fully out edit. <laughs> okay. Now, that was on my way home. Now, oh, I did them backwards. Okay. Here's a previous one. Uh, previously. <laughs> previously on John's Twitter. <clears throat> Working at a girls' basketball game. L-M-F-A-O. They couldn't drop a ball in the ocean if they were standing on a boat. Hashtag wake me when it's over. <laughs> and finally <laughs> dear lady holding up the post office line if your ass wasn't so big we wouldn't mind that you were an idiot looking at that makes it worse it looks like you're smuggling a watermelon <laughs> hashtag USPS sucks hashtag <laughs> you lady <laughs> oh and that ladies and gentlemen <laughs> is our audio tweet with a little zombie flare. The views expressed in the HHWLOD audio tweets are those expressed in the phone. Next. Oh, that's horrible. Hey, John, I actually um, watched today on your recommendation, Universal Soldier Regeneration. <laughs> nice. Yes. What do you think? It, <clears throat> it was totally not what I expected. It was a lot more brutal it was almost like an action flick than it was like a sci-fi-ish. It's like they took all the sci-fi elements out. I, I don't know. It was, just, it was weird. I'm sorry. Was, I tuned out. Just, I'm tuned out. I was over on Facebook. What was, what was that now? Universal Soldier Regeneration. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't watch that anyway. Yeah. Th- thanks. Thanks, then. They went the, uh, they went the UFC mixed martial arts route for the fighting. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was a good effect. I thought it worked well. And I thought it was very high, like, production for a straight-to-DVD. Like, nothing looked cheesy. The sets were pretty good. Um, I don't know. No paper mache 
No. But there was Dolph Lundgren. Yes. Are you suggesting that Dolph Lundgren is made of paper mache? Um, I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> how about, speaking of spoiling, how about the kill of, uh, I think it was Dolph Lundgren's kill. Yes, it, it was fantastic. Yes. <laughs> it's fantastic. Didn't even let him finish his, his thought. It was awesome. Very what else? Uh, what do we got? What? What? Uh, I know we got other stuff to do. Do we have a sponsor for the show? Oh, wait a minute. Or Hold that thought. I wasn't going to do the sponsorship. I just played the music. <laughs> DCBSService.com. It's cheap. You like comics. They sell comics. What's their code, guys? HHW8? HHW8. Yes. If it's your first time ordering, you can use HHW8 for an additional 8% on top of the up to 40% off on all comics, trades, and stuff that's in previews. Do it. All right. Maybe that's what I need to do because I spent way too much money on comics and did not feel satisfied. Last week, I only had one book, Terry Moore's Echo. Next week, I only have like two. It's been quiet on the comic front for me. Yeah, Marvel's been doing this whole like, we'll go to X books at all, and then the next week, we'll flood you with like 12. Right. So They're definitely so, backloading the months. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of stupid. Um, you know, they, they did that, I guess, DC did that, what, two weeks ago with the Bat books, where they oh, released, Batman, like... Batman, 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 yeah. Yeah, like 12 in one week. It was like, seriously? Yeah, all the different Batman, Inc., Batman, Robin, Gotham's, whatever. There was the a return. bunch of stuff, yeah. Well, was that due to, like, certain books being late, so they had to hold on to things? You um, know, because I know there were certain plot points that had to be revealed in certain books before others, and... Yeah, and apparently, from what I've heard, they didn't do a really good job of making sure you knew which book to read when. Um, so, like, I think Bruce Wayne, The Return, like, the last one came out the same week as, I, I, I guess the, it was Batman The Return or Bruce Wayne The Return came out the same week as the new Batman Inc., which came out the same time as, um, you know, a couple of the other ones. And then there were the, the offshoot books, apparently, that were all number ones. Like, there was a... Return of Bruce Wayne, uh, uh, Batgirl, Return of Bruce Wayne, Poison Eye, you know, just all these ones. And apparently they told one narrative, but it was all separate, separate ones. And, and they didn't do a good job of telling you, like, read this one before you read that one kind of thing. It was just kind right. of a cluster. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, buy, that. you guys buy Batman going around the world and recruiting new Batman? Um, no, no, no. I read the preview pages where he, like, has his big press conference and says, I've been funding Batman secretly for all these years, and and I'm just, I don't know. Just to me, I, my personal opinion is, I think Batman works best when he's almost like an urban legend, when he stays in the shadows and kind of works the scenes and isn't in the forefront. Right. And now they're turning him into, like, a commercial enterprise um, and he's, he's, multi- he's been recruiting different Batman in different yeah. countries, right? So, like, Dick will be the Batman for America or Gotham or whatever and things like that, right? 
Well, he's still Bruce is still. There's going to be two Batman. I well, mean, no, Bruce but, is still gonna, but Bruce is the Batman for United or not? Or Dick is Bruce is now recruiting a Batman for whatever country he's in now. He's there's going to be a Batman everywhere, so there'll be eventually, right. you know, thirty Batman. Yeah, and yeah, you hope. And then they have that whole Knight and Squire thing, and uh, I don't know. I just uh, I don't I don't like the direction they're going in, but that's just, I don't read it anyway. So yeah. you know, I guess it's not that big that's, of a deal. That's but kind of where I'm it, at. It, it's not enticing me to want to pick it up. Let me put it that way. That and the fact that they're good for you. He's the Batman of Texas. Let's, yeah. Let's let's try this. Oh, yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! Can we get some meatloaf? Chaz, I think I'm okay. I, I had a bite right before I came over. Thank you. You sure? You know what? I will have some meatloaf. Let's have some meatloaf. You want some? Yes. I knew you could. <laughs> hey, Ma! The meatloaf! <laughs> we want it now! The meatloaf! I don't know what she's doing. Ma, the meatloaf! <laughs> <laughs> that, one, that one was not on Brad's soundboard. <laughs> Going back to uh, Universal Soldier real quick, Eric Golden from IGN just tweeted uh, that he noticed... You guys have seen Tropic Thunder, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that uh, Danny McBride movie. is wearing a Universal Soldier 10 effects crew t-shirt in the movie. <laughs> Sweet. Nice. Nice. You want to know what kind of farmer I am? I'm a lead farmer. What do, you, what do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Uh, I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as a dude. Well, I, I just want to let you guys know that we've officially made this an official half hour wasted episode by exceeding half hour. So, do we want to keep going uh, or do we want to just cut it short? Or cut it? While we're ahead. Hey, I mean, do we have anything else to, worth talking about, or are we just going to drag it out? Boilerplate. Well, that's when we finally do end it. Do we want to end it yet, as I'm asking? Uh, I got nothing. I, I, go, I don't yeah. even have a boilerplate. Ross, you have a boilerplate, right? Um, I do. I do. All right. Then do we want to say anything else before we uh, say the boilerplate and get out of here and leave the professor alone to her to cleaning our mess? Yeah, she does not look happy, by the way. Well, think, yeah. Uh, Come back think, soon, please. Yeah, the, I, I don't think she was expecting all the foul language. Yeah. Sage is crying. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> I'll have to write an apology note. You does, you, you owe her an apology note after what you did. <laughs> when was denied a bank loan. All right, Russ, are you ready then? <laughs> I'm ready. Hi, I'm Russ from Texas, and you've been listening to Half Hour Wasted. That makes you cool. Visit the show's website at www.halfhourwasted.com. Those guys do a really good job. They should get a raise, don't you think, Ken? Sure. A raise? They're taking like three weeks off. Check out our blogs, photos, and more. And don't forget to visit the message board at www.forumforgeeks.com. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. You could also drop us an individual email at brad, frank, or bill at halfhourwasted.com. Follow us on Twitter at halfhourwasted. Be sure to check out the Legion of Dudes podcast. They do, those guys do a pretty good show. No, those guys are say. good. They need a raise. They come out every Thursday on this same feed. And keep an eye on for Speak of the Devil. At some point, we'll actually put out another episode. Visit our sponsor, DCBService.com. And remember, till next week, he's John, he's Ken, and he's Jordan. 
Uh, and I we'll see I you am. next time on Half Hour Wasted. Half Hour Wasted. <laughs> Beckett.